Welcome into another brand new edition of the Coldest Life. <laughs> Let's go. We are uh, we are ready to roll. No, it's not a, a professional wrestling show. It's a financial show. Or oh, the Braves closing. Oh, it's out. very the, much uh, wrestling. Well, that was John Smoltz's intro when he was the closer. That's what I'm saying for the Braves. That also, by the way, uh, in the spirit of wedding time, that was. Uh, that was the entrance music for our wedding party at our wedding. Are you serious? Thunderstruck, yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> he was like, give me something. Give me something snappy. And I said, hey, I got something for you. I got you. something for you. Big fella. That was John Smoltz's intro song. I'm like Joe Biden. I, I can that. go from regular oh, talk to whispering just <laughs> at the drop of a hat. Gross the economy. Hurts nobody. <laughs> Helps everybody. Oh. Glad you didn't trip down the uh, I want the uh, gross economy. Yeah. We need to figure out the opening song for Rocker. Remember Ice him? Cream. Was it John Rocker? John Rocker. I don't think we want anything to do with John Rocker. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> I know. I didn't call. say anything. That's your call. Even in New York, we didn't want to do anything with John Rocker. This guy. I mean, Rock. but, you know, he was ready. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, his sprint was fantastic. He had a good sprint. Now, John Rocker... Known for his non-tolerant views of certain right. people, <laughs> and some of those certain people are having a very hard time right now. So I'm keeping John Rocker completely out, way yeah. off this show. Yeah, for no, sure. No, thank you, Kimbrel. Goodbye, John Rocker. Kimbrel. <laughs> I just gave you Smoltz. That's as good as I can do. Yeah, yeah. Smoltz is pretty. Although fantastic. we can, you know, we can uh, talk with Alan and see. Um, we got all kinds of options here. I mean, Thunderstruck is a personal favorite of mine. I like, we got it. I like it, though. I think I like it's a good it. It's good. Starts the show right. Yeah. Gets hey. us in a good pace. Hey, Almost a year of the other song. I got news for you. What's that? You're good. Oh, thank you. Cheers. Cheers to you, too. We really need a camera in here. But it is a... Uh, you don't even have a drink. What's wrong with you? I coffee earlier today. It's, a, it's, a, it's been a challenging don't, week, don't Mo. Don't give me that. I did. We didn't have time to get There's coffee, There's been a too. lot going on, man. Okay? This is one of the first times... a lot times going on. There's been a lot going on this week. A lot. How's your Achilles? Great. No more running on the beach. <sighs> Thank God. Although I wish I had an Aaron Rodgers uh, surgeon. Did you see that? Yeah, did you see that? That it's was like a miracle, good. man. I don't. I don't even. He's not even limping. It. He's not even limping. How is he not in a cast? He's walking. No it's boot. Incredible. No crutches. Mike Soroka should be upset. Mm. Every Money. athlete should be upset. Yeah. That's a, okay. This guy. That is impressive. What a recovery. It's, I mean, that is impressive. Maybe he insane. was onto something with all the uh, night retreats and. Uh, Mm. Avocado, <laughs> non-synthetic uh, food and drug. I don't know. I'm just I'm not, try- not getting vaccinated. Oops, did I say that? Oh, yeah, you can't say that. I can't say that either. This is not the program. He was just being we're, he- over, we're over, too. He was making healthy choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, around here you're probably okay saying maybe. No uh, rocker talk, no vaccine talk. No vaccine. I did order, I did start Octavia. What, for your <laughs> probiotics? <laughs> That's good for you. Oh, it's my new mission. Oh, There's nothing man. wrong. Listen, yeah, I'm going to recommend that people do do drive-bys through the glass and watch the transformation <laughs> over the next six weeks. It's going to be fantastic. Yes. Well, oh. there's uh, nothing wrong with getting a little better gut health. A gut health, yes. I had uh, stomach flu for a couple of days oh, We don't want it. That this needs week, to not so be on the show either. Awesome. I'm just saying, that's I'm awful. a huge proponent of gut health. Oh, man. I am no longer contagious, so you're good to go. That's fantastic. Good. We've talked good. about the three things that are absolutely not relevant to the so show. I didn't breathe on your His coffee guts. at all. His guts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it has been a big week. Yes. Yes, it has been yeah. a big week. Um, we say that every week. Yeah, it, no, yesterday. Yesterday kind of uh, 
was not a good. Well, depends on where you look at, the side you look at on the economy. So Powell spoke yesterday, and continued his speech and thoughts on inflation. And you know, at the end of the day, he, you know, like everyone is witnessing, you know, his bottom line is that inflation remains too high, and bringing it down will likely require a slower growing economy and a slower growing job market. Um, you know, the economy is growing faster than he expected, and that would. And that's continuing to keep inflation at these elevated levels right now. Yeah, unemployment numbers better than they thought. Right, and uh, still the most amazing thing about this economy to me, the number we got this week, retail sales. Oh my again, gosh, up. way higher than expected. It's about the resilient consumer, my friends. I w- if that's I what you want to call, it. I don't want to use the word resilient. Well, whatever they are, they're still spending money. Yeah, right. And that is what is keeping Listen, the economy. Listen, let me let up. me let me tell you, butt in real quick. Me and Mo, we were uh, we we have an office in Alpharetta, and we were over toward Alpharetta, and we were a little bit late. So we had an event that evening, so we decided to go hit up Starbucks, which you know is really close. Actually, the only coffee shop close to the Milton Library, which is why we were there. Was that not a crazy experience? Oh my gosh! You okay? Went to Starbucks? I'm not a star. Yes, you. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Mo drugged me there. I was about to say. Now I could see him. Yeah. He and I would meet at Starbucks, get a drink. You paid yeah. more than a nickel for no, a cup of coffee. You can see my coffee this morning. Styrofoam <laughs> cup, pure black. Yeah. Uh, so so listen. Yeah. The, I mean, yeah. Resilient economy is what you saw. Yes. Yes. I mean, we were at. It, what a block away from a high school, and literally for the last for the next thirty minutes, I mean high school kids after high school mm-hmm. kids oh, coming in. But then it transitioned to middle school kids. Middle school kids, and I was like, Mo, what's next? You can have toddlers in here getting chocolate milk or something. I mean, th- I, there must have been 35, 40 people in there. <laughs> yeah, I was blown away. I'm like, oh man, this economy's booming around here. Yeah, let me get a venti chocolate milk, please. No foam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Now that this was the, this was these types of uh, people for sure. Yeah. Yeah, the retail. Well, sales you were. Number. I mean, you were in Milton. You said. That yeah, right. True. We were in Milton. Pretty. No. I mean, if, if any middle schooler is going to be running around with plenty of cash, it's in it's the Milton. Milton. School district, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> that is a fact. Uh, but anyway, resilient economy. Yeah. To your point. No, yeah, the, the, the retail numbers are, are, I don't say alarming, but kind of alarming because you know those numbers aren't adjusted for inflation. So when they say it's up 0.7%, right. that's with the new inflated cost. Just means they're spending that more. That just means that they're spending mm. more, which goes back to what Powell is saying is, you know, are rates high enough? Because, you know, we're still spending. You know, the number that came out the other day, 170, roughly $170 billion in credit card f- fees and interest that were paid last year. And in total debt, well over a trillion now in well total credit trillion. card debt. Right. And- the ten-year Treasury note, five percent. You're hitting. We're over eight percent now on thirty-year mortgage. Mm. So I mean, like all these numbers, they're going. It, it they just don't line up. Yeah. And the only again, the only thing that makes sense to me is that the consumer is bridging the gap. Right. Yeah, right. The which is, but they're bridging it like like we're talking about. Are they bridging it with real money mm-hmm. or borrowed? You know, some type of line of credit or credit card. And, yes. And the challenge there is, I feel, it, it comes back to forecasting for the feds. I mean, you know, how do you how do you judge the the time frame in which an individual can overspend and how long that's going to, you know, stay at pace in the in the uh, retail space? And I mean, who knows? And we're entering in Q4. Right. 
Yeah, so I think, you know, from, of course we've been saying this, but I think once again it, it, we may see a continued pause, mm-hmm. you know. I'm still betting on potential rate hike. We have another 25 basis points at some point, but I think that's probably not a, you know, not a very um, positive view or yeah. uh, popular view is popular what I'm looking view. for. Yeah, I think probably, though, sure enough, a pause, but probably November, October, November of next year before we even see some type of rate cut, mm-hmm. you know, or pivot. Yeah, the longer for the higher for longer theme is just going to continue, in my opinion. Yeah, it's going to continue. Yeah, and it, it, it's and then you throw all these other elements in here. You know, it's like it's almost like we get six to eight months removed from. You know, we're already facing so many challenges with our own economy, with with running away inflation, and you know, cost of goods going through the roof, and just you know, but but then you throw in all these uh, ancillary, uh, you know these events you know mm-hmm. these these wars now that are that are happening and it's like you know what do you do you know yeah. the consumer sentiment and fear is is obviously pretty high right. you know and and there's a lot of fear out there and emotion out there regarding the outlook of the markets and the outlook mm-hmm. of the economy and and you know I get it you know mm-hmm. it's it's nerve-wracking maybe we could speak to that a little bit that's scary yeah. time it, it, it's a nerve-wracking time. I mean, the State Department uh, yesterday issued that warning to mm-hmm. all Americans traveling internationally to use extreme caution. Right. That's a very rare thing. And, uh, you know, you turn on the news for even five minutes. That's all you see. It's terrifying. It really mm-hmm. is. And um, there's a lot of Americans that are over there. Yeah. And part of that, you know, in the Middle East right now, and I'm, I'm I won't go – into it too specifically, but um, some people that we work with here have had some family members in the military in those areas. Thank God they're not there right now, but um, who have been off the coast of Yemen recently, who have mm-hmm. been, you know, in the the Persian Gulf, and what a what a scary thing to be. I mean, our cruisers, our battleships are out there intercepting missiles right, headed right. for Israel. I mean. My goodness. Yeah. And and at home, when we want to, you know, back them up financially, we don't even have the, the United States House of Representatives doesn't even have a speaker in right. order to push to through push military funding. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a pretty stupid situation. It yeah, is. Overall. It is. And, and for sure. Um, you just kind of look around and you think, where are the where is the leadership? Where is the leadership? Mm hmm. And it's so, I mean, at least for me, all I can say is I'm going to get up, keep coming to work, doing my job. Yeah. Do your part. Try to make the world a better place. Well, as uncomfortable as, as this season has been and continues to, to be, it's, you know, when you look back in history, we've we've been through tough times before. You know, maybe we we as, uh, you know, our generation maybe haven't, haven't lived through quite some of the scenarios that we're living through, but we could definitely – look back in the past and find, you know, some type of connection, not not exact, but, you yeah. know, there's scenarios in the past where we've lived through wars and, you know, challenging times. And My generation hasn't really. Right, I correct. Would say, I would I'm, agree with so that. So I'm 40. Everyone my age and younger doesn't just, really, doesn't really see right. it as this is all unique. Yeah, yeah, COVID I mean, was the biggest thing that Correct. I mean, our, well, correct. I'm 42, so, like, I can, I can look back and see, like, 9-11 – I can look back at the Great Recession and, and you know, we witnessed right. that. Right. The financial hits have been real. Right. Like the, the Great Recession was, was huge. Right. But, I mean, you and I are about almost the ex- exact same age. 
80s and 90s were cake. I mean, that was like... For sure. That was like childhood utopia. <laughs> yeah. Is peacetime, I mean... Correct. By yeah. the time the Berlin Wall fell, I was like five. Right. I, I didn't know what any yeah, of that was. That I mean, it was yeah, like it, utopia. Right. The, the only bad thing I remember being in the news was the Gulf War for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that yeah. took that took uh, an hour. All right. Yeah, we were, that's, we were that's so, done. Yeah, you're right, because um, we were so young when that happened, right? I mean, I do remember the just, Gulf War, but it was just like putting that into context of what that actually really meant right. for a society or for the world is just like... In terms it was of like, almost like a TV show, yeah. And unfortunately, in, at that age, and it was like mm-hmm. you know, and and really none of those threat. I mean, there's always going to be some humanitarian crisis somewhere, but like on a larger scale, it was a very, it was a more peaceful right. time, especially to be growing up in America. Yeah, I mean, I was like, wow, this is you know. But but we, even going even going up to like 2008, I mean, we were all very much in the early, you know years of our career right so to to struggle through those years in the season of life that we were in compared to today Today. where we all you know our generation has families we're you know leadership leaders of organizations communities um you know so making making challenging decisions or maybe life-changing decisions financially for a business or for your community or for your home is it's tough right you know and like to your point it's tougher than i think it ever has been for our generation mm-hmm. you know to make these types of decisions and to lead well through through this time and you know it's it's just it's just one of those seasons it's unpredictable right you know that's why it's, it's good to stay disciplined right stay disciplined stay the course and have a plan in action i mean that's you know our, our one of our mantras for the firm is that you know financial planning is a living and breathing thing Right. And so your financial plan has to be flexible enough so that when new information comes about, uh, your plan is able to adjust and pivot. Right. So when interest rates are too high, when you have to make these life decisions Mm -hmm. that you weren't faced with a year two, five years ago, can you adjust your plan to to fit that the new narrative that you're uh, experiencing? Yeah. Trust your financial advisor. Trust your fundamentals. Trust your plan. Trust your Lord. And that is one. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I don't know. We were uh, at church. We're uh, going through all this to him. all to him series. We just started it out. I don't know if you re- if you kept up with the verses per day, but uh, yesterday was Philippians four, and it literally it literally covers like Paul basically talking about hey at the end of the day you know you got to be content good or bad low or high broke or rich like regardless I find contentment here. And, you know, and then it talks about, of course, anxiety and how anxiety is just it's you know, it's not it's not from him. You shouldn't you shouldn't be anxious about anything as much as we want to be. Right. But what's crazy is it's true. You know, we live in a society where anxiety, especially these young kids, man, anxiety seems like it's so prevalent where like maybe the utopia you're talking about. When we were growing up, it wasn't Mm -hmm. like I don't remember being anxious as a kid. No, I don't remember being worried about anything, worried about anything. And now, you know, our kids are battling this, you know, the the anxiety. And it's like, for what? Yeah. You know, I mean, anxiety about technology, technology, social media pressures, uh, even anxiety about, you know, obviously, you know, anxiety about the next stage of their lives. Right. Being like I wasn't that anxious or had that, you know, going from middle school to high school going from high school to college or like after college, like what's my life going to be? I mean, I see a lot of these kids are just so riled up about what the next the next stage of their life is going to be. And it, mm-hmm. and it stops them from moving forward. I don't I, I mean, we weren't like that. I don't believe. I don't think so. either. Yeah. not at all. 
you know. Played, out, played outside almost all the time. Had yeah. A little TV, little little Nintendo, but not much. I think the uh, I think the phone generation is yeah, going to be something different. I about think that. so too, but I also think it it is it goes back to to leadership as well. There, you know, because mm-hmm. we're the first, I would say, generation of of parenting that is navigating that world of technology as well. Right. So yeah, our kids are dealing with it, but also we're leading through it. We're leading through it. And and you know, we're gonna look back for sure, I think, and find areas where it's like, man, you know, we messed up here, not knowing maybe uh, of what, you know, we technically should have or should have not done. But I think it's important that that our kids because I think parents are pretty anxious too nowadays. You know, and that anxiety passes through, and now our kids are worrying about things that are 100% out of their control. Right. You know, instead of finding a place of trust. And so, you know, to wrap it back financially, though, it, it's the point of, like you're talking about, Mo, it is a time of what I would feel is, you know, high anxiety. Sentiment is, is at a very increasingly uncomfortable level, and it's time to, you know, let that go and look back at the fundamentals and the basics and say, listen, in a moment like this, there's the only thing I can hitch my ride to. And that's what I know to be true long term. Mm-hmm. And that's where I need to, you know, put my anchor in and then just stay consistent to the basics of what I know is right financially. Right. And preach, preach out. I like that. That's good. And to think about talking to your advisor and thinking to yourself, the market, this is like there's a lot going on in the world right now that's scary. Mm-hmm. But what has the stock market endured since the 19th century? Multiple world wars. Right. A Great Depression. Right. A lot of, I mean, presidential assassinations. Right. Horrifying things. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this chart from 1950. We had the Cuban Missile Crisis, Yom Kippur War, Reagan shooting, 9-11, Iraq War, uh, Great Recession, covid uh, what we're doing with now, what we're dealing with right now. I mean, nine eleven was literally like next door yeah, to right. the stock market. Right. right. And the stock market is still standing. The stock market reopened. I'm just like it has it has endured. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we and people have endured. So I mean it's it's scary, but you gotta gotta stay the core. I tell you it is a a heck of a resource to be worried about your money, worried about world events, and be able to pick up the phone and just say, Andrew Rameau, just talk me through some of this stuff. Yeah. 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 No, that's, a, sure. that's a reassuring thing. Yeah. Absolutely. And because, you know, to our point, you don't want to become overly anxious about it and make very dumb decisions, but you do want to be wise about it. Right. You know, because the, the information at hand is very important. And it and it does impact for sure the short term experience that we have both in the U.S. economy and in you know um, our normal everyday spending. I mean, Yellen and I don't know how true this is. Kind of interesting to me, and I haven't really thought through the statement, but but she said that hey, you know, the U.S. and this is coming from Yellen and Biden, you know, the U.S. can afford to financially support both countries, Ukraine and Israel. And, you know, which is which is interesting to me because you look at where we are here as a government and and our economy here and to hear our leadership say that, oh, yeah, we can very comfortably afford to support. And I know morally it's a different story, but financially it doesn't seem like, you know, we have those capabilities. But because of knowing that that is the direction that we're headed, knowing that oil is going to be impacted, um, then we obviously need to be conscious of once again this continued increase pressure right. of cost of living 
and just lifestyle needs. And, um, you know, you, you can't be ignorant to it. It ain't going away tomorrow. You know, for people that are that are, you know, living in apartments because they sold their home a year ago, hoping, you know, playing the uh, the gamble that housing market is going to, you know, crash like these things aren't happening tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the, the season that we're in, it's not going away tomorrow either. Right. So well, if you, think, if you think people like me who wouldn't mind getting a, a newer house, a bigger house thinking about a family expansion. You think people like me who are at 2.8% are going to jump ship into 8.25%. It's not happening. Keep dreaming. It's not happening. N- no, no, not a chance. So, I mean, I just I don't know where the volume would even come from. Right. Um in terms of housing. I mean, it's just it's just not there. Housing yeah. housing wise, I mean, I would just take that off the table. That's not that's not improving soon at all. At all. No, it's not. I mean, even if interest rates go down, the prices are still, you know, they're still relatively high. I mean, I saw the other day, I think, um, the median house, the median the median price of a house has gone up 40% since 2019, I believe. That's comforting. <laughs> <laughs> In three years. Yeah, is that not crazy? How's the sale crazy. going? The median house. We had one person come look at it. Nice. As we expected, not from a dare sale. Mm-hmm. From Smyrna, which you know, it's a, it's a, it's the house is priced probably higher for that area for sure. And it's although a it's a beautiful home. home, you know, and and once again, we, Amy and I were talking about it last night. Like it, it's we're very caught in between, and of course, we're spending time. Believe you me, praying about you know the decision and and the season of life. All these things that we talk about are going through our own, mm-hmm. you know, personal minds and and trying to make the right decision for our family. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, we did have, we got a lot of great feedback, but, uh, but no, no takers yet. And that's okay. We're not in any rush. No well, that's the thing. Rush. You're not in, you know, you're not, nothing too personal, but it's not like you have to move. No, no, we don't have to move. Right. So it's we like, don't have to move. it's a pressure when you, when someone has to move. You have dinner with sell. Mama. She's saying we have to move. Oh, Mama's different. Mama's different. Oh, well, Mama calls the shots. Yeah. <laughs> Mama's running the show. She's the one buying the name brand Doritos. Uh, oh, oh, yes. Yeah. That's the cost to me. Um, you know, get, we're, we're more fortunate here with our gas. It's lower. Um, right. Governor Kemp took away the gas tax again. I mean, I, I got gas for under $3 a gallon last, last couple of weeks. Can't beat that, especially nationally. But the, the sticky thing that, that certainly impacts our budget has a lot of impact on our budget is food. Food, yeah. Uh, groceries and eating out, um, it just, it's a bunch. Mm-hmm. And uh, food costs have just, whew. They they just won't come down. We yeah. we've actually done a really good job. I, Our utilities just continue to go up. Yeah, right. I mean, now that, that is, you need to renegotiate. Yeah, yeah. you should negotiate. I'll, I'll call that. for you. How you calling know? on behalf of Mel? Not Pyre. utilities. Just, you can't get your power somewhere. I was gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna say. You, who are you gonna call? Shop it, baby. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> no, I thought you. <laughs> yeah, had, no, like, you can't no I thought you they meant own like, you, uh, Mo. I thought they, you meant like your cable. Oh no, no, no! I'm talking about like George Power. power. No, <laughs> you got to pay that bill. Yeah, right. Well, yes, you should. That's like taxes. <laughs> What's your? Uh, they own you there. Unless you want to pedal your own electricity somewhere in a bicycle yeah. in your house. Get those solar panels. There you go. No, no. <laughs> I read that the uh, largest, uh, current largest carbon footprint. Now this is before the Middle East thing, but that the largest current carbon emission was in the world was solar panel production in china <laughs> for a u.s order 
And I just thought, uh, we've been I, had. Yeah. We've all been had. We've been had. So just look, like when I went to buy those uh, those COVID tests and the box said made in China. And I was like, ah, we've been had. Yes, right. We've been had. Do you the think masks, do you think tests. solar panels are a hoax? <laughs> I haven't done this enough is a, research. This is but, a, but I knew he was going to say that we haven't done enough research. I haven't no, but I think it's I think the pricing I think you gave me the you gave me a my a, my someone, theory my expensive. theory is it's a hoax. Um yes, it, it is extremely expensive. Did we need to get to you someone, a conspiracy theory show. Did you, yeah. Did you speak with someone that paid like what 30 50 I have never I have never been able to comfortably quantify the value everybody is like yes but my power bill is like nothing but my payment <laughs> is 350 a month for 30 years and i'm like installations very when are you gonna have to get a new roof <laughs> when are those panels gonna go out i'm like no way this ain't working it's about making a difference is it no, no, no. It's, it's about business. Make, it's, about making your, <laughs> it's about making yourself feel better. It is business, yeah. And believe you me, if we were in the polar solar panel selling business, selling the, I'd be selling you some solar panels. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we will have some stuff coming up in the next few weeks. Anything you guys yeah. would like to tease on that? Yeah. So we we have we were going to work through taxes this month, but we do feel you know the importance of discussing mm-hmm. elder care. Um, memory loss care and some of the some of the topics that have been brought up um, from a few of our listeners. And so we've we've taken some time to, you know, basically prepare for that series and get some information and, you know, get ready to have a good quality show. So that should be coming up starting next week. At this point, I feel like uh, Alzheimer's dementia, it's like almost like cancer where it, it seems like it touches everyone's family in some way, some point. Um there's a there's an aspect to it that's going to affect people no matter who you are mm-hmm. and it certainly has affected our family yeah mine too yeah for sure that's a tough topic but it's a it's an important topic for planning oh, because it has to be. uh, as hard as it is you got to be ready it has to be man uh you know health care uh and the cost of health care is one of the things that could wreck one's financial planning during retirement and it's not that your health care premiums it's a long-term care event right mm-hmm. whether right. it's a facility or in-house care, um, you know, that cost can really, can really, you know, derail, st- derail yeah. your plan. So, you know, you should have a long-term care plan. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to, you need, to, you need a long-term care policy. It mm-hmm. just means you need a long-term care plan. And, you know, we'll also say as far as like the future of our show, uh, one thing that we've been working diligently on is for year 2024, you know, we jumped in year 2023. Mo and I have never really you know, had a never had a live radio show, and this was obviously a dear to my heart from my father having this show. But um, we've had a lot of fun this year, just you know, coming in and enjoying you know each other and talking. But we we have start uh, you know started to put together some really good high quality thoughts for for the calendar for next year, right. guest speakers and you know content and stuff like that. So looking forward to that as well. Yeah, we're taking it seriously in twenty four. <laughs> oh, kidding. which means just you're kidding. out. Just no, kidding. Just no, no. We, we, we're it's going to be. We're excited, right? We're going to speak to some business owners in the community, and uh, really make this feel like a really good community show where uh, we're listening to the audience and going to tailor some of the conversations towards what your listeners want to hear, but also bring out good quality content to make sure that everyone knows that uh, your local financial advisory t- team here at Asset Management Group is here for you. Yeah. 
The Golden Life, each and every Friday at 9.05. You can call Andrew and Mo 678-792-5855. Again, 678-792-5855. Some uncertain times and certainly some uh, what could be some stressful times for investors. Always good to have someone that you trust on the other line on the other end of the line to answer questions for you, get you some peace of mind. Located here locally, you might remember where Chuck Nida was located. It's same spot, 102 North Bartow Street, Suite 100 here in Cartersville, 102 North Bartow Street, Suite 100. And so uh, starting very soon next week, guys, would that be the uh, Memory Care Series next week? Yeah, starting next week. Okay, so next week, which will be the 27th, of October. We will begin with that. We will have uh, up next Cartersville City Council and it's interesting. We'll play that for you coming up next. Guys, uh, congratulations also to Adairsville. Good win last night. Also Cartersville with a win last night. So that was that was enjoyable. Great win. Mo, are you able to speak? (laughs) What's Cass for? Is Cass playing tonight? Uh, Cass plays tonight. Okay. Cass has a huge game tonight. And, Who are they uh, playing? They are facing Hiram, and they need mm-hmm. a win to keep the playoff hopes churning. So Let's go, Cass. Absolutely need a dub tonight. Yeah, for sure. Let's so go, Cass. Good luck to Cass this evening. Only local team playing on a Friday night. Kind of yeah, wild, right. huh? But yeah, that is interesting. Official shortage, so the, yeah. they have to move some games up due to it's that. Official too. Our shortage? game was not important. We were up 40 to nothing at halftime. official Who wouldn't want to be a ref? Getting paid little money to be screamed at? I mean, I <laughs> Football's like, not bad, though. You're far enough away from the stands. Basketball? No oh, they, way. Oh, no way. No, no way. way. Oh, they're practically on top of you. I wouldn't do it. Basketball. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not, not easy. But it's uh, not for the faint of heart, I should say. Just like being a uh, an Atlanta sports fan. True. Gentlemen. You did have to bring that up. It's a pleasure. Been a pleasure. We'll be back with you next week. The Golden Life. Investment advisory services offered through Asset Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Andrew Knight and Moise Param provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company or enter offered through Asset Management Group. By contacting Asset Management Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.